This is Home to All, an all-inclusive real estate podcast with your host, Nicholas Acosta. Nick sits down with guests to talk about real estate and how it works. Reach him at downtown.expert on Facebook and Instagram or his website, www.downtown.expert or call or text him at 407-508-8809. Enjoy the episode. Hey there, everybody. This is Nicholas Acosta, host of the podcast, Home to All, an all-inclusive real estate podcast, uh, coming to you live from downtown Orlando, Florida. Um, also, uh, wanted to say uh, Happy New Year in advance to everybody. Um, on the show again today, I've got, uh, well, I've got Mike Synthetic and Jason Sandville over at Blanchard Insurance. Blanchard Insurance is one of our uh, sponsors for the show. And also, I'm Nicholas Acosta, the real, a licensed real estate broker with Downtown Expert Realty here in Orlando. Uh, Mike and Jason, welcome to the show. Thank, thank you, Nick. Thanks for having us, Nick. Thanks for having uh, us. No worries. Uh, thank you guys for joining me. And I uh, wanted to introduce Jason Sandville. And uh, I, Mike, I was telling Jason before you got on the, the broadcast with us that I realized that he's been the one that's been getting me the quotes over there for you guys. So. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Uh, Jason has come on with us uh, in the new year. Uh, he comes from, I mean, he'll obviously we'll tell you a little bit more about his background and his experiences, but uh, he's wanted to break into the insurance game for a couple of years now. And we've been uh, just kind of talking and uh, getting him a little more interested over uh, you know a couple of years and uh, getting him uh <laughs> as disclaimer telling them what you know you know what it what it's like uh you know for better or for worse and uh we're, we're excited to have them have them uh, on board but i'll let you uh or i'll let uh, jason tell you a little bit more about himself yeah hi um so i started i was a real estate agent from 2008 until about 2016 full-time and ended up breaking out of that after the wife and I started having a family and everything and wanted to be home a little more. So I transitioned over to being a title agent. Um, did that for four years. Successful, really liked it. But again, title takes a lot of time, you know, nights, events and everything. And I just kind of wanted something a little more that suits me better. I'm kind of more of an introvert at heart anyways. So insurance really kind of <laughs> let me do that. You know, I still get to maintain my relationships with my agents and sit behind a computer all day, really. <laughs> yeah, uh, I mean, just to add on to what Jason, um, you know, just said, and a lot of people don't know this, but most of the people who actually work in our organization aren't, you know, career long insurance people. I mean, we've all come from different backgrounds and we've all kind of come together with uh, these different experiences and uh, expertise uh, to Brent. We usually don't even really hire people who've formerly been in insurance. Uh, like, for example, Jason's got, you know, tons of experience on the title side and the real estate side, which is invaluable when it comes to helping our clients and our business partners uh, when it comes to uh, homeowners insurance, especially, or investment properties. Because, I mean, like, he can talk the lingo, you know, more so than I can, you know, about real estate and title and, you know, help our realtors and our title agents and lenders out. Uh, we have people here 
here who have uh, come from the you know, general contracting uh, background that really helps us out with new construction and builders risk policies and artisan contractors liability insurance. Uh, and then, you know, we have people who come from, you know, you know, marketing backgrounds or more corporate operations backgrounds like myself. So it's, it's, it's helped us really grow our family, uh, you know, with, you know, some diversity. And I think it's just, and we do it and the whole reason we do it is again, to be able to help out our clients more with a more well-rounded expertise. Cause I don't want to pretend to know it all myself and, uh, you know, to help our business to business partners as well. No, that's awesome, though. Yeah, so Jason, you may or may not know, Mike may have already told you that my background was for 20 years. I was with a big insurance company, Progressive, as a claims adjuster for personal injury. And now I'm in real estate, and I, my actual college degree is in mass communication journalism. So, Oh, cool. <laughs> so, yeah, Jason, what else? So, like, so you're an insurance agent over there at Blanchard. So what is it that let our audience know that's listening and watching today and then listening in post-show uh, what, you, what you can do for them, well, like buyers and sellers out there or anybody in general? Yeah, um, like with my background, knowing, you know, the actual real estate part of it and knowing the houses. Um, and I actually used to do my previous life was a pest control tech and salesperson. So I know, you know, about, you know, I can look at a wind mitigation. I can look at a four point and really dissect it and make sure that they're getting on the, you know, the right policy that they're not going to get it canceled in 30 days after they bind it. Um, so, yeah, <laughs> he's, he's really seen, you know, the uh, homeowners transaction, uh, you know, from start to finish more so than I have, you know, coming from that background, especially on the title side. Whenever we run into issues that we don't understand uh, in the insurance world, we're, you know, knocking on Jason's door, you know, across the hall and uh, getting some feedback from him. And I think it's really invaluable and being able to look at, uh, you know, you know, properties and, uh, you know, because like right now, I mean, we, I know we've been discussing this over the past few months of, you know, the Florida insurance crisis and, you know, how underwriting in Florida has just gotten so strict. It's almost kind of like we're all going to like reform school right now. Uh, but he's able to uh, kind of take a look at properties and pick things out that, you know, may pose an issue with underwriting, you know, from, you know, the real estate side and what he's seen, you know, in his extensive background, which has helped out a lot. I mean, and being able to to uh, talk with the clients uh, through that as well has been, you know, an in invaluable, uh, you know, expertise that he brings to the table. Because I, I, I personally, I don't have a real estate background, so I've never walked a buyer through or a seller through start to finish. But he has, and I think they trust that. And uh, he's able to work with our business to business business partners and kind of communicate things that maybe I wouldn't be the best person, you know, at doing where he's, he knows the lingo, he knows how to talk to other realtors, how to work with them. So I think he's got a really good uh, level of communication with our partners. And, you know, it's really helped that I understand what, you know, the realtors go through on a daily basis. And I understand on how to talk with the customer and to not put, you know, put fear into them on anything and, you know, ruin the deal, but to really explain certain things and how it's going to, you know, 
affect their insurance. Absolutely. That's a, that's a very good point. No, I, I completely agree. Yeah. Like, like you had, you guys, you, uh, Mike, and also uh, Jamie over there at Blanchard Insurance, you guys uh, needed, I sent you over properties that I was looking at myself and other people. And then you guys got back to us in record time with your, I mean, you guys have to do your research, obviously, and you guys do a very thorough, exceptional job. And uh, you got, I'm very impressed. And like I said, I've, you know, been referring you guys to other people now to get those quotes because it's important to know, especially now we talked about Mike before. And if you want to talk about this again, also Jason, about how things have changed now for proper like insurance in terms of like the roof thing. Like I think I lift, sent you guys a property once for a buyer of mine that the roof I think was 20 years old, 15 years old. It was a shingle roof or something like that. And uh, how strict insurance is getting when it comes to people buying homes now. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, the roofing is hasn't changed. I mean, it just keeps getting worse, unfortunately, every day. I have a blog that I think is actually scheduled to come out this week. And uh, if you guys can, uh, you know, anybody out there who wants to read it, it's a really good blog. I'm a little bit proud of it, uh, unashamedly. And what it's, it's the title is kind of funny because it's called Stripper on the Roof. And I wanted to get people's attention and bring their attention to the fact of what's going on in our industry. But it's literally that's and the reason where I got the title was in my Facebook feed where some of these roofing companies now uh, are using third party marketing companies, kind of like a referral service, like ask, you know, 1-800-ASK-GARY or 411-PAIN. And as you know, those commercials and their advertising are completely ludicrous. And I, in my Facebook feed, I saw one that was a stripper on a roof and I'm taking a look at it going like, Oh my God, we're crossing over, you know, roofing has become the next, you know, personal injury, you know, the next, you know, PIP claim is, you know, roofing claims are PIP claims now, essentially. Right. And it's non not stop. Uh, there was also a new story I posted recently that was, and it, I believe it was Jasper Roofing, and this was was in the uh, Sun Sentinel, I believe, or, or something like something along those lines, where they actually made a bid to uh, put Jasper Roofing on the UCF Knight Stadium. And I think they tried it at UCF, and I think they tried it at UF, but because of those, those are state schools, and there's a lot of lobbying and a lot of interpolitics that come along with that. I guess the state didn't think it would be a good idea to have a roofing company on their stadiums, so they kind of nixed that deal. But they were able to go down. I believe it's a stadium down in South Florida, like a municipal stadium or something like that, that they got naming rights. So it's, it's just going to show you that you know, hey, you know, what's next? I mean, is are they going to bump out Geico and have roof, roofer.com on, you know, the uh, arena downtown, the Amway Center or whatever? I, I, you know, I can't tell you, but it's uh, that's where we're heading. And then, you know, that's where we come into play to help, you know, our buyers and uh, your buyers, you know, navigate that entire process. Oh, no, I, I completely agree with that. And uh, what about Jason? What do you think? What are your thoughts on that? Like what Mike was saying in regards to that? Yeah, um, no, it's definitely the roof issue seems to be the biggest topic of or the biggest thing on any any type of policy lately that I've been getting. You know, it seems to be older roofs in here in Orlando, specifically older roofs. And it's just really hard to get in place because there's not that many companies that want to take anything over 15 years when the roof is still technically good. but 
the insurance companies put a you know put that limit on it and it makes it kind of frustrating but because they know, i mean they, i mean they just know that i mean the likelihood if the roof is 15 to 20 years old the likelihood is the insurance company is going to buy in coverage and within 30 to 60 days that person's going to want to put on a new roof and i know i think we were I wanted to bring this up during the day the today on as regards to topics of which uh, Nikki in my office uh, brought up the other day when we were kind of brainstorming. And what has, and this is actually a good topic, and what, what it's come to light in, along with roofing and everything else, now we're seeing a crossover into like HVAC systems and plumbing and uh, electrical systems and everything where the line has been crossed and the line has been blurred as to what designates a home warranty and what designates a homeowner's insurance policy and a home warranty is you know and as you know most realtors know is designed to when you have maintenance issues on certain systems in your house you know whether it's you know your ice maker or whether it's your air conditioner and a plumber i have one myself through american home shield i've used on my ac a couple times but a homeowner's insurance policy the way it differs is it's not designed to do that it's not a maintenance policy it's not to get free on in your air conditioner it's not to repair your dishwasher it is for catastrophic accidental things that happen like lightning hitting your house a tornado hitting your house but the line has been blurred with uh you know roofers the ac industry and everything else where it's kind of like the insurance policy is being abused and used like well you know i want i bought a house with a 20 year old roof it's the insurance company's responsibility to get me a new roof and put me in a better position whereas you know in coming from the auto insurance side it's like the job of an insurance policy and this has always been since ever the concept of insurance was created was to make you whole again and not to make put you in a better situation not to put you in a worse situation but to put you in the same situation you were and people don't understand it but i mean and i've heard a lot of smart people say this uh in our industry but it's like an insurance policy is designed that you're not supposed to use it. And what that means is you don't want to use it. I mean, do you want to your house to burn down to the ground? I mean, do you want to, you have life insurance. You don't want to go out and die tomorrow. I mean, I guess some people do, but generally speaking, that's, that's not the thing you want to do. I mean, you have health insurance, but the last thing you want to do is, you know, wind up in the hospital, you know, with, you know, you know, stage four cancer. I mean, just to use your insurance policy, you wouldn't go out and, and pur- purposely make yourself sick to use your health insurance. So why is it any different for homeowners insurance? You don't drive a car, you don't buy auto insurance to take your car and run somebody over or drive it into a tree. And I think, but a lot of people, for some reason on the homeowners insurance side, the line has been blurred where it's kind of like, yes, it's supposed to improve my house, paint my house and all these things where, and that's the biggest confusion. And a lot of people out there who don't have a uh, home warranty, uh, you know, products and policies probably should go out and buy one because that's not what the homeowners insurance policy is designed to do. Yeah, I, I completely agree. There's a lot of confusion about, like you said, what what actually homeowners or home warranties cover, you know. But I'm always a proponent of even if you are a anybody listening out there. I'm sure you guys will back me up, both of you. That and from my experience with my late father and growing up with in the real estate industry and financial sector, 
and also in health because my father was a physician for 46 years in a trauma unit. So in health insurance as well as um, home insurance is that like for houses, I always said to people that buy their houses like fully in cash, they should still get a policy, obviously. And then, but also when it comes to your health out there, that's another thing too, that you need to, and also we talked about this, Mike too, and uh, Jason, you could chime in as well about this, but uh, remembering to get the policy out there, that's remember how the cut rate things out there that don't give you the benefits that you think you're getting just because you're saving a lot of money, you're getting a discount, uh, that remember you should invest in your health, insurance and you should invest, invest in your property insurance because you don't want to go for whatever you think is might be oh i'm going to do this because it's the cheapest premium no do what is going to have you the best coverage and easiest to handle the claims and also to you know make sure to protect yourself and your family to the maximum do you guys agree exactly Ab absolutely and that kind of transitions into the other topic that uh, you know we kind of brainstormed to come up with today that is and I think, and this is another blog that I, I just finished writing last night that you probably post in the next week or two, but it's on, and I'm sure you see, you guys have seen this in the real estate in the title, title world and where everything has become to a degree of, uh, I hate to say it, but it's kind of selfish and, but it's, uh, it has become like, what's in it for me? And we've and we've seen it in this kind of plagued our industry and just to give you a short background uh, about what this kind of blog is about is when i got back into the industry in 2003 you know premiums were low and it was very it's competitive now but it was very hyper competitive back then because it was kind of like you know like i'm trying to sell this 500 policy and the guy down the street's trying to sell you know for 499 or 501 or whatnot so then in our industry we got away from an advisory role and we got really into very commoditizing it and it got into uh, what can I, what can you do for me you know if a realtor was referring somebody it was what can you do for me vice versa dealerships and whatnot so we got so this plague that hit our industry was and called it was about gas cards and it was like you know you call my agency and uh, you know if we give you the opportunity to give you a quote we'll send you a $15 gift card and it's not just the small guys were doing it. I mean, it was some of the largest insurance brokers in the nation were doing it. And it hit our industry like a plague. And I even tried it out for a while. I was like, you know, I went down the street and this was a pre, uh, you know, the, the, you know, BP spill, but everybody's doing, I guess they had the best deal going on uh, BP gift cards at the time. But, you know, we went out and bought, we bought like 50. I wanted to try it out. And what had happened is it actually had the kind of reverse effect. It was, you know, we had, you know, one guy calling up and trying to claim all the gift cards or, and it was really, I felt like it was devaluing my agency. I'm like, here, I'm bribing you for $15 in, you know, on this stupid gas card in order for you to trust me for, you know, your most empower, you know, valuable assets, which I thought was ridiculous. And it just, I think it cheapened our in industry and it kind of backfired and they kind of got away from it for, you know, a long time. And it really diminished, I think, the value of the agent. I mean, we are advisors. We're protecting your most valuable assets but really our value back then was this $15 you know gas card 
And we kind of got away from it for a while after the storms, the 2000, uh, you know, the late 2000s, mid and the housing crash and whatnot. But recently, over the past couple of years, because we've gotten into a more of a hard market and there's a lot more competition out there, we're starting to see that come back where it's gas cards, gift baskets, and all this, which, you know, and the OIR too, the Office of Insurance Regulation, they kind of like they started regulating it like in the late 2000s they really started cracking down they're going into insurance rating insurance agencies hey you can't be gifting or anything like that and the same thing on the real estate side you know with respa violations and all that but now kind of like the laws have loosened up a bit again and there's a lot of that going on and i'm going like here we go you know here we go again where you know even on the real estate side it's like in my you know my is it really devaluing the services and the professionalism and the experience that, you know, I provide, you know, for this little trinket that I may be giving somebody or this little, you know, you know, $10 Olive Garden gift card, but we're going back to those times. And that's kind of what this blog is about, which is kind of scary. Uh, I mean, and I'm trying to kind of like get away from that. And after that, you know, after the gas card scandal of the early 2000s, I promised myself, I was like, I don't care what anybody else is doing. We will never go back to those times again because I don't want to sell myself, you know, again, for a $15 gas card. And we, we run across that. I mean, people say uh, some of our competitors, you know, like uh, with business partners, especially, well, my competitors are offering me a gift card every time I send them a quote and, you know, and blah, blah, blah. And I'm just like, look, you know, I can't do that, you know, number one, because I don't think it's ethical. But number two is like, I don't want to really devalue, you know, who I am. And I don't want to fight over gift cards. I want your clients and our partners to work with us because we provide a level of service that, you know, nobody else provides. And the, the day we stop doing that is the day I got to rethink of, you know, our whole business model. But until then, you know, I'm going to say, you know, look, there is a value to everything like we're providing. Yeah, and I saw a lot of that in the title side. That's one of the reasons why I really got out of it because our product really didn't seem to matter at the end. It was, you know, they're doing this for me. What can you do? And it's really not helping the clients, I feel. You know, the, the clients are kind of getting the short end of the stick on it because it's not really the service. It's how much is going into their the agent's pockets for, you know, for using the company. Yeah. Um, I completely agree with you guys. And you know, you know, Jason, you know as well too from being in real estate before that and entitled that we have to be very careful with RESPA, Real Estate Settlement Procedure Act, when it comes to gifting people and that has yeah. to be disclosed and all that stuff. So, yep. Yeah. And like I said, it, it went away for a while. And I think it's after, I think after 2008, it kind of, you know, I mean, well, that really, you know, put a lot of lenders and a lot of uh, title and a lot of realtors out of business, you know, during the housing crash. And of course, we slowed down, uh, you know, a little bit, even though we're more of a residual week, you know, when it comes to, you know, economic crisis, insurance is like I said, I mean, it's like taxes. I mean, like you're still paying it. So we leveled out, but we kind of saw it like go away. And then recently, like I like I want to say in the last like five years, we've come seeing it as seeing it like rear its ugly head again. And I mean, I, and there's a lot of the larger guys out there too. It's kind of like, you know, I can't take a client out on a yacht, you know, number one, because 
I don't own a yacht. <laughs> I wish I did. I'm not that wealthy. But we've run into those situations where I can't really outspend uh, my competitors. And God willing, I mean, if they're willing to do it, I mean, if I'm a client and I'm saying, you know, well, you're going to take me deep sea fishing on your yacht, I can't compete against that. But, you know, I'm not going to argue against it either. I mean, in my position, if I was the end client, I mean, you know, hey, I, I get seasick, but I still may think about it. Well, that'd be nice to have a yacht for sure. <laughs> I agree. <laughs> One day we will all have yachts. That'd be but, nice. but the irony is, and it's it's uh, funny you're, you're bringing up our reviews. And I say that too. I mean, when uh, clients ask about, you know, well, what makes you different and, you know, Blanchard different from your competition and the guy down the street? What makes you different from, you know, a Geico or a State Farm or anything else? And I simply say, go to our reviews. I don't, I can sit here and tell you about us till I'm blue in the face and how great and wonderful we are. And I tend to hope to think I'm a little more humble than that. But I say, go listen to what our clients say. Hear it from their mouths, hear their testimonials. And I also say go on Google and take a look. I mean, I mean, that's kind of the uh, uh, in our business, it's how many reviews you have and how many stars you have. And I will say I'm not going to name names here, but some of the largest insurance brokers in the United States, it baffles me to this day. And I sit there and go like, we have more reviews than you and we have a higher score. And it doesn't make the math doesn't make sense. Technically, we should have a lower score because the law of averages and we have more reviews. We should technically have a lower score. But I but I want clients to really, you know, look at that when they're kind of questioning, like, who do I trust? Who do I go to? That's invaluable information. I mean, if people read uh, reviews on what, you know, car to buy or consumer reports or what rest they read restaurant reviews, read your insurance agency reviews as well. I mean, it's 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 very important. And it's also important to ask questions because, as you know, like everybody online, I mean, nobody, when it comes to insurance companies, I mean, whether it's, you know, progressive or anybody else, I mean, nobody's going to leave on, on small businesses like ours, whether it's, you know, your real estate brokerage or insurance agency, people generally will leave positive reviews. But when you're looking at insurance companies, that's my piece of advice for people. I'm like, take it for what it is, because nobody's going to go on there and complain about an insurance company unless it is a complaint. They're never going to go on there and say, you know, my progressive policy, uh, I had a great experience with the claim. I'm going to go on there and leave a positive review. If they have a bad, you know, experience with progressives, they're probably going to go on there and leave a very negative review. Uh, but, the, you know, but, but again, about us, you know, and how we're regarded where, you know, we're small to mid cap businesses. It's, it's very important to look at reviews. I completely agree. So we got about four minutes left guys. So between you, Jason and Mike, if you guys want to share any piece of advice to anybody out there listening, obviously, uh, a regard to the new year coming up, which is going to be the end of the week for 2021, which is going to be interesting to see how this goes since 2020 was very interesting with the pandemic yeah. and all the things that have happened and changes that have happened in the world. Uh, I just realized, I didn't even realize this, I've just been so busy as you guys are too, that when they did the tree lighting for down at Lake Yola Park, that it was actually, I live in the condo across the street where I could see it, go on the balcony and see it, but I had no idea until now that they did it virtually. So I just wanted you guys to touch on stuff like that and how business looks for the future for 2021 compared to 2020. 
Um, go ahead, Jason. What what are your plans for uh, 2021? Um, honestly, uh, I'm just I'm going. I'm glad I had this last month to kind of get kick started for next year because I'm like I said, I'm relatively new to insurance, so I've kind of gotten a good game plan for next year and really just want to teach a lot of agents next year. A lot of the stuff that I wish I would have known as an agent on the insurance side, um, just kind of doing a lot of teaching with agents and really explaining to them how the whole thing kind of works and how they can get their clients, how they can basically be the salesperson for us. Cause a lot of times they, they're the ones that are talking to them about it. They're just kind of handing over the quotes. So on really how they can help us help the client. Yeah. And just like Jason said, that's one of our goals for 2021 is to become more of a support role and to become a tool for our real estate and our lending and our title partners and financial advisors and CPAs and the lot and providing more content, uh, whether it's, you know, educational webinars, you know, remote webinars, whether it's um, putting up websites for them to go to and get information quickly and accurately. Because, as you know, in our industry, everything's going to, and and I've started to see it a little bit in real estate, uh, especially the property management side, like uh, what is it properly is it properly that came out recently? It's like an online property management service. Something like that. It sounds familiar. Yeah. 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 But, so I know you guys are seeing, you know, real tech, you know, just like insure tech come where there's more pertinent info that, you know, is online to support people. So we're dipping our, um, you know, we're dipping our toes in those waters to make it so, you know, as you as a realtor can go on a website and get quick information or even and open up the lines of communication. So it is 24 seven, 365, because we know you guys work on weekends, late at night, and we, and that's where we kind of differentiate ourselves where uh, I know Jason said earlier in the podcast, where it's you know more regular hours, but what he means by that is it's more time in the office. And I can tell you, Jason's in here working on the weekends and working late at night, like the rest of us here. And that's kind of where we set ourselves apart. I mean, we are working late on New Year, or sorry, Christmas Eve. We'll be working late on New Year's Eve, and uh, you know that is one of our goals is to be the most supportive partner for our partners in 2021. No, definitely, guys. Well, yeah, yeah we'll have more quotes for you guys because I've been. Showing properties the week of Christmas and then submitted an offer, was it yesterday or the day before? And then another offer going in today. So, and uh, Jason also called me out on it because I, what the quote I was getting for one of the properties I was interested in at one point, uh, I emailed him back. I think it was like at 10 o'clock at night and he said, Oh, you work late too. So, <laughs> so we all do in all the industries, insurance, title, I know title people and uh, I'm shout out to Janice Horcutt with Lux Mortgage, uh, who's been really grateful. I'm really grateful for for helping me with all these transactions so far. Uh, she works all around the clock as well, uh, Sundays, late at night, things like that. So I'm real yeah, grateful for that guy. Real, real estate's going to continue. I mean, like it's like I'm looking for a busy 2021 for everybody. I mean, I just looked at my own property and I was like. Oh my God, it went up like $50,000 this year. There's a, you know, kind of sell or cash out refi. So, I mean, it's, it's still looking promising. Yeah. Agree. All right, guys. Well, we've come to the end of the show. I just wanted to tell you guys happy new year and uh, any real quick wishes for the new year to anybody that's listening or watching for you guys, anybody. 
you've already got us. No, go ahead, Jason. Yeah, no, just everyone have a safe new year and look forward to uh, working with you all next year. Yeah, safe, a happy new year, continue to be safe and, uh, you know, put uh, 2021 uh, to bed in the books. And uh, I'm very, you know, me, I'm the, the analyst at heart. I can tell you, I really think 2021 is going to be a much better year than uh, 2020. So I agree. No, same here. And uh, and just wanted to say thank you to our listeners and our viewers. Uh, and I know my guys shared you guys with you guys, or I think it was Ali, the uh, statistics that were the show is continuing to grow and our viewership listenership is growing. So I want to tell all the listeners, viewers out there, very grateful to supporting this podcast, uh, supporting me as a broker, and then also supporting Blanchard Insurance. Uh, I'm glad that we partnered with you guys and uh, look forward to 2021 as well. Absolutely. Thanks, Nick. All right, guys, you have a good day and uh, (laughs) take care. Happy New Year. Happy New Year. All right, guys, take care. This has been Home to All, an all-inclusive real estate podcast. Find Nick on Facebook and Instagram at downtown.expert and also his website, www.downtown.expert or call or text him at 407-508-8809. Thanks for listening. Instead of spending hours or even days looking for your new home, let a downtown Central Florida expert guide you. Hi, I'm Nicholas Acosta, and I'm here to welcome you home. Being a Florida native, I know how exciting, convenient, and stylish the downtown Florida lifestyle is. Whether you're entertaining your guests or enjoying the views, Central Florida downtown has a lot to offer you and your family. Buying, selling, or investing, I'm your downtown Central Florida expert. 